Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Beverly. How are you this fine day? I'm doing great, Jenny. How are you doing? I'm super because as we record this, we just gave a bunch of stuff away for participation in PF Gratitude, That's which right. is we one did. of my favorite things to do. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Um, our house right now is overtaken with advent calendars. So we're like into advent calendars. So we have several going on. We have no children here, by the way. <laughs> I didn't even give my kids an advent calendar this year, which is unusual. I usually do give them one. So we have, I have a Kylie and the Machines advent calendar. And um, because this won't go out till Tuesday, I don't feel bad about like spoilers or something. But today's one is a little tag that on one side here says, uh, let me show you this side first can't stop. And then the other side uh-huh. won't stop. So that's cool. And the, the really nice, you know, Kylie and the machine are really nice quality. Oh, you have it too. I do, but I haven't opened today yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoiled it for you. <laughs> um, so I have that. And actually I think there's, I I've seen that there are still some stores that have some of those. So if folks look around, I, you know, I can post a link, but who knows if they'll have them, but it, they might be able to get them on sale even. So yeah. Um, if you're jealous, definitely try. Yeah, definitely try. Um, and then, and they're sold like all over the world. So like, well, at well, least yeah. in Europe and, and United States, I'm not sure where else. Oh, and also, uh, Australia, of course, cause that's where she's from, I think. Um, yep. but we have more advent calendars than that. Each of the dogs has an advent calendar. Okay, what's in a doggy advent calendar? What do you think? What would well, be not chocolate? Oh, no. <laughs> dog biscuits. So every okay, day they are they their- different every day, or is it just today you get another of the same thing? They're different. Um, they're not amazingly different. They're like red, green, or regular dog biscuit color, and stars or bells or bones. You know. <laughs> Um, okay. so we've got, I just wondered, you know, <laughs> we have Jim and I also have a tea one cause we like to have tea in the evenings and we have a stash mm-hmm. tea one and that's good. And then Jim has two toy ones that has every day a toy in it. That's awesome. And yeah, for himself and he's going to, um, he likes to take old like plastic toys and melt them together. So each day yeah. they're going to get combined together. Like he got in so one. So he's Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. He won't like that. It's but art. I mean, he's not torturing him. It's art. That. He, but maybe um, Sid's an artist who's misunderstood. That that might be true. <laughs> um, so he, he like the one day got a army man in one of them and then he got a penguin in the other. And so he's taking the army man's head off and putting the penguin in. Okay, this is literally Sid from Toy Story. I think there's a scene with that exact thing happening. He's just what happens if you're Sid from Toy Story and you are instead um, good and not evil. (laughs) So 
So anyways, we have lots of advent calendars going on here. <laughs> but in addition to that, I've been sewing and I found a new favorite pattern that I just love, which is this Merchant and Mills factory dress. I get that it has a bit of, I mean, it's called a factory dress, right? So it's got a bit of an industrial vibe to it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> the construction on it is so fun. It has, um, it, ha- what did you call that thing? Uh, oh, the face. Well, it's thing? a self-facing, but self-facing, I guess that's what it's yeah. called, but it's like, it's this interesting little piece. That's anyway, I think it is a really cool. And I love the way I, so in the past I've done V-necks that where you kind of reinforce this area and then you cut down and then fold over. And at that point of that V, it's always a little tricky, right? Like I don't want to cut through, but if you don't cut far enough, it won't, it'll sit funny. Right. So this is not like that because it's um, two separate pieces in the front. So you sew up to the V it's, it's lovely. I love it so much. Um, and I've made it so far in, so I've made one in a Brussels washer linen and it's the yarn dyed one. So it has kind of a different texture. I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. like a little nubblier texture. And then, um, the one in black corduroy. And so I posted that black corduroy one yesterday and I was walking around my house. I was a little cold. And so I decided to make a, um, a turtleneck for it. And I was looking around, there were free turtlenecks. A lot of them had these drop shoulder. Um, tr- and I didn't yeah, want that. Which I, don't know, like. I wanted that, that sort of just basic like Land's End style yeah. turtleneck. And so I found it through the style arc. Uh, a Lexi top is just your basic. And it's, I think it's $7, less than $7 um, with the conversion rate. Um, so it's, it, it's a nice uh, turtleneck pattern. I, I whipped it up in, I don't know, half an hour and right. um, I really like it. And so, and it looks really nice under the, I don't know, it looks kind of, I use very juvenile fabric. So it's a little kindergarten looking, but I like it anyway. And it's adorable. It's a really, it's worth going out and finding that picture of it is, it is simply adorable. Yeah. It's a, and I'm going to make a few more. Because I have a few dresses that I think would be nice for the winter if I had a turtleneck under it. So I'm just going to, I'm going to make some. With no, some. that's wonderful. My favorite turtleneck for extended sizing is the Muna and Broad Tarlee mm. t-shirt, which has a turtleneck neck, um, option for it that is really cleverly drafted because it, um, it starts, it basically you're, you, it's a second small piece that you just place over your original bodice piece to create the new neckline necessary for the turtleneck. So their, their pattern piece has a round neck uh-huh. and then to make the turtleneck, there's a, there's a second smaller piece that you just oh. lay over the pattern piece to get the correct, I see the correct yeah. neck for it. And I, I love that the cleverness of that, the paper saving of that, everything about that I think is adorable. And of course it's one of my favorite dresses to make it well t-shirts to make into a dress um, but it's a really good turtleneck pattern if uh, anyone is looking for this in the the plus size and needs a turtleneck to go with it because um, you could a hundred percent just twinsy bev by heading out to joanne's hitting the clearance section to find the rainbow fabric she used and uh yeah 
some black corduroy and you're in like Flynn. Yeah. So that's been my fun, my fun week with that. But I also have wool suiting coming from Mood Fabrics for it. And Jenny, if you click on the link for that wool suiting, you'll see it is really beautiful. I'm a little worried about I'm clicking right now. I'm a little worried I'm going to have to uh, dry it. It is beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, couldn't you wash and dry it? Like at least a swatch and do some measuring. I'm going to do a swatch and see, and see what happens. I, I'm I'm not so worried about the shrinking of it. I'm worried, is it going to completely Matt. destroy the fabric? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test it out when it comes in. And if it, hopefully it doesn't do that because it won't get worn very much if I have to dry clean it. Well, I mean, of course it won't. Who, who, who is that person? My mother used to do dry cleaning. Like we do monster runs every week because everything she wore, she dry cleaned. Even things that I am really sure did not require dry cleaning. <laughs> um, but, but that was, that was what she did with all of her clothing. And at one point she did it with a lot of my father's clothing, but then he just went pretty much all polyester, you know, permapress. <laughs> I think was what they called it, right? There was yeah. a time period where you called it permapress or something like that. And that was that was his bag. So there was no um, real strong need to, um, there was no real strong need to continue to dry clean his stuff. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I won't dry clean a thing. Shocking, absolutely none of our listeners. Um, <laughs> there's, there's nothing about dry cleaning that sounds like me. So I'm going to go ahead and just talk about some of the things that I've made to begin with. First off, I've made several more Karamiya chive dresses. Have you? Love the dress. It's one of my absolute favorites. I haven't gotten a lot of pictures up lately because all I've done is uh, work on promoting for a contest that I'm pretty sure by the time this airs, I will have lost. But, <laughs> but it's okay. I made an amazing dress and I'm so sure pleased with it. So, um, but I've spent a lot of time trying to sell people on voting for it. So I haven't gotten as much sewing done as I'd like outside of that and um, some sewing for gifts. Um, one of the things that I made is a uh, a onesie that I was waiting on finishing. It's just a onesie out of kitty cat fabric. But the thing I was missing was the chest patch that says Jonesy on it, which is the name of the kitty cat and alien and oh. aliens. So there's not a cat in an alien movie. Yeah, absolutely. The cat is critical to the plot. Oh. There's a cat in the first two alien movies and, um, and the cat's name is Jonesy, and my older daughter has a black cat named Jonesy in honor of the orange cat in the Alien movie. And so I had a chain stitch patch custom made that says Jonesy to put on this oh. garment that's made up of kitty cats who are mostly black and orange. So it's it seemed like it was super appropriate. Um, and I'm dead sure she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> so I feel real comfortable with that one. So I've, I've been doing that, and I've been getting prepped for some Christmas gifts that are going out sometime soon that mostly I can't, can't chat about. Um, but, but anyway, it's probably time at this point to just go ahead and hop on over to what's our theme this month. I know we've announced it, but not everybody looks at our Instagrams immediately. That's true. And our theme. So the song was the Ramones are, uh, <laughs> I want to be sedated and uh-huh. So that kind of brings you into relaxing and our (laughs) theme is PF Cozy. 
So um, uh, yeah, I'm all about this. I am so excited. Me too. We've had quite a few people say that they were really excited for the cozy theme as well. Once we announced it on December 1st. Yes. I think that even if you're in a warm time zone, it seems like Christmas time or December time, holiday time is a time where people, I don't know, they want to be cozy. They want to kind of curl up with something. And uh, it sounds, anyways, maybe it's just because I'm in the Northern Hemisphere, but it seems like a good thing to me. You know, for me at the end of the year, um, I do enough looking back at what the year's been like that I could definitely use some comfort and uh, cozy sounds like the right way to get there. And as I started to think about things that would be suitable for all climates, because being cozy sounds to me somewhat like hot cocoa and sweaters, Mm -hmm. but it really isn't. It's a, it's a, it's a state of being where you are comfortable and relaxed or enveloped or cared for by whatever it is you're doing, wearing, seeing, being with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's bigger than that. And so when I think about the time I spent this summer at the beach, the things that made me most comfortable were loose, flowy things I could throw on with no mm-hmm. effort yeah. over swimsuits, for example. And those for me would be a cozy make, a summer appropriate cozy make as an example. Yeah, that's a good example. Um, I was just thinking when you were talking about that, it, the the feeling that I get from it is that Danish concept of hygge, H-Y-G-G-E. Yeah. 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 Which I think kind of means yeah. cozy, but um, okay. So this is a, this is a fun thing and we have, there's so many things you could make for this. I mean, so many things. Uh, what, what are some ideas that you have for um, patterns that people could make? Well, right off the bat, I've got an amazing one that I understand is going to be free for all of December. And I have got a way that this pattern can be used both Northern and Southern Hemisphere. So let me describe the pattern to begin with. This is the five out of four pattern company, Big Friendly Hoodie. So um, first off, full disclosure, I am an affiliate with five out of four. And so if you choose to use an affiliate link through my profile, I get money for it. This one being zero dollars, zero dollars. There's no benefit there, but I want to be clear that they are a company that I, I enjoy the patterns of and for whom I do receive a payment. If you buy something through my link that costs actual money, the big friendly hoodie is designed for a mid to heavyweight fabric with moderate stretch. So this is a, it's intended for polar fleece essentially. And for you to build a giant enveloping, it's a snuggie. It's for you to build a snuggie like the, and a slanket, all those things that were on the television in the 2000s and the early 2000s. It's to build that, to be comfortable and warm, just draped in this huge amount of fabric. And the the ease on this is intended to be gargantuan, absolutely. But as I started to look at the pattern and try and think about how I was actually going to use it in my life, I realized that we've talked about a number of things I may give my mother for Christmas this year. And I'd been sort of in the parasol dress category. I'd kind of been thinking maybe the hope instead because I was looking for something more defined. Um, But I think the actual answer is I'm going to give her a big friendly hoodie, but I'm not going to give it to her in polar fleece. And I'm not going to give it to her floor length and with long sleeves or a hoodie. I'm going to leave the hoodie off. This is exactly the type of nightgown my mother wore when I was a child but it was made out of um, terry cloth. 
And so I'm going to make it a little more sophisticated out of French terry. Mm. But I'm going to make a version of this that is a little below knee length out of French terry. I may include the hood, but but where it's a it's got it's less overwhelmingly warm. And I used to use those nightgowns of hers to go to the beach. So I also think it'd be a great beach cover up in that way. So this is one I've ordered the patterns and I've ordered them from my new favorite pattern printing service, um, which is called the plotted pattern.com. And I am actually going to stand up Beverly, cause I'm going to walk over and show you what I got. My package just arrived because these are so beautifully done. I am so excited by this. So the things I've wanted my patterns to be when I order them that they aren't currently from the services I use is I want them to be folded up. Let's start there. This is coming in a branded bag that says the plotted pattern printing and shows where they're found on Instagram. They write the name of the pattern um, and the designer on it, and they leave a space for you to put notes. That's awesome. So there's that. But the paper itself that it's printed on is slightly lighter weight than the tubes that you usually get from PD, PDF plotting or mm -hmm. from your local staples or other places. And you can see it's, I think you can see it's a little bit sheer. Mm -hmm. It's it's a little translucent and it's slightly lighter weight. But it's and not it's like not tissue. tissue weight. Yeah. Not at all tissue weight. It's still paper, 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 but it's lighter weight. The other thing they do is they'll print whatever sizes you want. Nice. Right? So um, as uh, I was looking for an example, I, I just printed the Poist jacket by Itch to Stitch, which is their new collarless cropped denim jacket looking jacket. And um, I, had, I had multiple copies of it printed because I have a couple of things I want to do with it. But for this one... I had them print only uh, size 26, 28, 30, and 32. They go up to a size 40. Nice. And this one's for me, and I had them print these sizes only. So that's all that's on there. In addition, I didn't have them do it, but they will print and bind a booklet with your instructions. Nice. Or just do normal 8x10, 8.5x11 printing and staple it together for you. But do it in color and... Nice. Make it nice, you know. And so what about I the, love it. Now tell me, how does it compare as far as pricing goes? It is, I believe, a little bit more expensive, but it's not a lot more expensive. And the shipping is cheaper generally, and there's oh. no minimum. The okay. other thing I found is that the customer service is amazing. These arrive faster than anything I've ordered from any online shipping service. And my second order had a hiccup. And I was communicated with quickly and the resolution that was offered was kind and helpful. And so I, I, every single experience I've had so far has been really great. And these are going to, for me, this is how I want my pattern to look. And so I'm, I'm super duper excited to have this lighter weight paper come to me, folded up which yeah. is also better for my pattern storage because if I don't cut this out for a year, which is an entirely possible thing, <laughs> it can sit in the same size and space as I store my other patterns. That's awesome. And that it comes nicely labeled. I'm just, it's the little things and this just for me, it's hitting all the right markers. Well, I have to say, I do like that folded up thing because I, 
although, you know, it's unfolded when it comes, I mean, I'm likely to, it's just hard to roll out the, you know, rolled up once. It is. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Even when I, even when I'm going to make the garment right away, it's still annoying. Yeah. yeah, It's still annoying for me. And I often actually have to iron the pieces. I have to iron the, I mean, sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you say so, (laughs) that's not my reality, (laughs) but, but you know, I mean, it's so entirely unsolicited. I'm not being compensated in any way. I just, I was so excited and I don't remember where I saw it first. I think it just sped past me in a story somewhere and I jotted Mm. the name down and a week or two later, I'm like, oh my God, I have to go try this. And well, we'll definitely link in the show notes for people. Yeah. I was quite, quite pleased. Um, yeah. So, so that, that hoodie long story longer. Um, the hoodie is really the one that I, that's my, my first recommendation. What's your first recommendation? Well, I did see that Mona and Broad has a new, um, looks like a very cozy dress, a knit, uh, dress called the Hexam dress. And, um, it's actually the style dress I'm kind of looking for. Um, I'm looking for one in a little bit smaller size range. Um, but it is, I think you could use like it would be, I think it would be lovely and ponty or something like a really nice ponty. Um, it looks so nice. I think it has a turtleneck option, long sleeves, kind of A-line looking, looks good to me. It's got a little bit of a, a cocoon look in one of the two views. The other yes. view is more A-line, but yes. one of the two views, the hem clearly comes in a bit. Um, I really love the polka dot, the white and black polka dot version that I believe Jess of Mana and Broad um, put together. And so it's, uh, and that's fat Bob and girl. Yes. Um, it's super, super adorable for something smaller. I went off and kind of looked and I liked the, and I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, the schluff dress okay. from, um, stocks patterns. It's not precisely what you're looking for. It's a slightly more fitted at the chest and waist, but not fitted, fitted, but it seemed to me like it was an A-line with good sleeves that might might be a possibility. Yes, that's actually really, really nice. And also I see um, their um, their seven dress, I think might be perfect. I almost suggested seven, but it didn't seem enough like Hexum to me yeah. to, to recommend, even though I thought you would like it, but it didn't seem to fit the brief. Yeah. Well, both, both of them would be good. I'm just really looking for a dress that would be good. I have this really lovely mm, dark red Ponty that I I'd like to make a little Christmas dress, but I also really want to be comfortable. No, that's awesome. I also found, and I didn't get a specific pattern recommendation, but Christine Johnson patterns has a number of things that I think would go well in Ponty that okay. might be interesting to you as well. Um, so yeah, anyway, that, that was a good idea. Yeah. Um, another one that I thought of for comfort and I'm, I'm absolutely dying to get your reaction on this because I'm going to be making some is, uh, is a pattern that I found for free at lunawolf.co.uk. Okay. And it is a pattern for a menstrual pad that comes in multiple sizes. And when I think about my time as a young person and 
when I was bleeding um, far more than we want to discuss on this podcast <laughs> before I had my hysterectomy, um, one of the things that I really needed was a comforting way, a thing that felt good to me to deal with that part of my life that was so distressing. Um, and for me, menstruation has always just been a very distressing process. <laughs> and I started looking because I have a granddaughter who will be 12 soon. And I thought, maybe there's something I could do here that would be interesting. And of course, my company, kickash.com, sells uh, uterus printed fabric. And I thought, if I got the right lining for that, maybe it could also be hilarious. <laughs> and so, so, so yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and recommend cozy menstrual pads. Ah, yes. <laughs> In addition, in my community, there are several period projects that are set up to try and help um, people in lower income situations with menstrual related things. And some of them accept reusable menstrual products and others do not. Mm. It depends on where their focus is for homeless um, or houseless people. It's not always um, super convenient to have something that's going to require fiddling and washing and things like that. But for other folks, it can be a real benefit. So, yeah, I um. <laughs> I never used anything like that. Um, I used to have a very heavy period and I don't think I would have trusted something cloth um, because I could hardly trust things that were, you know, industrial. Oh, I understand. I used industrial and regularly um, discovered my trust was misplaced. Yes, right. Um, but I was also using 48 different possible methods. So another yeah. thing I've considered is making the Mana and Broad Kapundis as period undies mm. to go with pads, tampons, et cetera, cups, yeah. whatever right. it is you're using so that you have a, a, a backup. backup plan. Yeah, that's that's smart. That's smart. So. <laughs> so have you enjoyed our first foray into menstrual? Uh... <laughs> uh, well, I think lots of people use that though. I, I, think I, I agree. Do. I, I, um, I just, I just never have. Okay. Next on the list I have, I want to make, um, I, I want to make some more like cardigan type things. And yeah. one style that I like is the true bias Marlowe cardigan. And it's kind of, it's a button up or yeah, button up cardigan. Yeah. And I think I, I would really like it. I have some really old ready to wear ones that um, I still wear that are sort of like, I don't know, they used to be these, they used to sell these twin sets you know? Yeah. No, I know. I wore tons of those. Yeah. And it's a sweater for like similar to that kind of twin set sweater, but I'd, I'd like to make one. And the Marlowe cardigan is not like that because it's more V-neck, but um, do you have any other cardigans that you like? I do. My favorite cardigan pattern currently is the um, Fuller cardigan from Cashmerette. And it comes in both a V and in the jewel neck, that's like the twin sets I used to ah. wear. So it comes in both and it has a cropped body or a long body and you can mix and match those items. So what I've liked about the Marlowe is the sort of cropped body concept with the deep V, which I can also accomplish with my fuller uh, cardigan pattern from uh, Cashmerette. So yeah, so, I definitely have one that I recommend. Okay. 
Now, this is sort of, you know, moving around on this, but um, <laughs> when it comes to sweaters, where do you find the best choices for fabric? So the terrible news is my absolute best source is Fine Fabrics USA in Norcross, Georgia. And it is, you can't get it anywhere else. It's not oh. like they have an online shop. So there's bad news there. That's one of my, my big spaces for it. Um, outside of that, though, honestly, I'm a fabric.com person. Okay. And I typically search on sweater knit when I'm looking. Um, the other resources I have that are best for that tend to be in the UK <laughs> and okay. not always affordable for the shipping. But um, for our UK but, friends. Oh, you know, solid point. I never think about that. Minerva mm -hmm. is a place that I hit, uh, have hit regularly for sweater knits. Um, nice. And that's probably the one I would recommend most. I actually think Minerva has some pretty good rates for shipping. Like you, if you order enough, right? I, it's the order enough part that always gets me because I usually show up and I'm like, these are the two items I want. How much more will I have to add? <laughs> In addition, yeah, okay. I am, I am fortunate enough that I do have a number of free sources of fabric. <laughs> wow. And so I don't always order. I'm very your co-host does not. And so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those are some good choices or people can look around. And if our listeners have some good sources of sweater, knit, that would be very helpful if you could let us know about that. Okay. Another pattern that, um, I would recommend, I'm going to recommend this pattern and I've not made it but everyone is very happy with it. And it's one of my favorite designers. And that is Helen's Closet makes, uh, they have Avery leggings pattern and everyone seems to love them. And I think I'm going to make some because I, I have. I'm confused. I really would have thought you had already made them. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I've only made one pair of leggings so far. Well, other than running tights and that's different. Those are constructed a little differently and they have pockets and stuff like that. Um, but. Uh, the regular leggings, I've made one pair and I think it was from Seamwork and they're okay. Uh, I need, <laughs> that's another thing I would like to know, like what kind of fabrics do people usually use for leggings? Because the ones I have, I made in um, double brush poly, which I is think nice. that's what people usually use. Um, right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't make them, so who am I to judge? But I, I've always had the impression that that's, that's a super common fabric. And when you read the instructions in the leggings patterns, that's frequently the recommended fabric, right? Okay. And yeah, that doesn't sound great to me. To me, if we go back to our menstrual pad concern, <laughs> I think double brush poly for leggings seems like you're asking for trouble, but... <laughs> yeah, it's a bit sweaty. Yeah asking for trouble. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know really so much on that one. I'm afraid now another one I haven't made, um, but that I thought looked super cool. Cause I've seen some good versions of it for cozy, uh, was the Jackie jumpsuit by five out of four. And the version I saw that I really loved was just made out of sweatshirt material. So the, the material where the backing side of it is brushed cotton knit and the front side is yes cotton knit mm -hmm. and I not the French terry but the the actual sweatshirt material I thought that looks awesome I just made 
when I was talking about my chive dresses earlier, I made one for myself out of sweatshirt material. And it is genuinely the dreamiest thing to wear. It's like wearing a hug. Nice. Oh, so excited by it. I haven't even put a picture up yet. Maybe I will before Tuesday. Um, So I thought that one might be a a fun one to do. And because it's a jumpsuit that to me, it looks more like overalls. It's like an overall style jumpsuit, sort of like the Leo from Uh um, By Hand London, but Uh not as baggy, not overwhelmingly baggy. Looked to me like something that could be super comfortable. Yeah. Um, The Deer and Doe Scirocco that we talked a lot about last month is a great choice for PF Cozy. Super. Cozy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to making some more. Um, I did after saying, I wasn't sure if I'd wear it to the office. I did wear it to the office and I got so many compliments. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I may be wrong. Maybe it really is office wear. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I mean, you know. just feel so comfortable. You don't think like it is. <laughs> it just can't be right. Um, so yeah, that was super, super nice to wear. That's awesome. Um, what else have you got? Well, um, Last year, I made some gifts for my nieces, which were, it's a free pattern. It's called a wearable blanket, which very similar to the, it sounds like the pattern you recommended from five out of four. And it's a simple, and it has a hood and a kangaroo pocket and it, it's reversible. So you can put two different fabrics on if you want to, and it has a linings for that. So, um, I made, and they're, they're made with tons and tons and tons of ease. They do have an adult version, but that's size limited. Um, it has a lot, a lot of ease in it, but it's still, it, it only comes up to an XL. So, um, but the, but the blaze wearable blanket from DIBY is the pattern that I used for my nieces and they loved it. It's super cute. I, I like it. I like the look of it. It's very, very adorable. Another one I thought of was going back to the swimsuit cover-up concept, which is one of my favorite concepts. I know what I'll be making a lot of for next year for me, <laughs> um, is the Chris Woods envelope dress in a French terry as a Swiss as a swimsuit cover-up. It's fairly unstructured. You can make the armholes as open or as closed as you want them to be. And it'd be an easy thing to just toss straight on over um, a swimsuit when you're at the beach or something like that in order to be able to, you know, transition quickly to an eating establishment, which is where I would like to go next. Uh, and so I thought that one might be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, that's, that's loads of fun. And we're going to talk a little bit more about cozy sewing next week with a special guest. Our guest next week is the amazing uh, Nandita from Divine Dita. And if you are not following our guest already on Instagram, you absolutely should be. There is no better place to go for inspiration for um, the way to use all kinds of things to elevate the look of any garment. Um, Love the pom-poms, the upholstery trim, the upholstery fabrics. I'm completely convinced that if if you simply sent a box of miscellaneous stuff to Nandita, you would get an absolutely couture look out of it at the end. It would be just stunning. So we're quite excited to have uh, Nandita here. It is one of one of their calling cards is that they they want comfort in in the things that they make. So so that should yes. be a great conversation. Okay, Jenny, we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. 
On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Rockers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art. 